Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the Talking Podcast. This week, I'm joined by Andy, one of our resident Smash players. He's so good that he can beat our other guest, Brandon Death Myers. I hope you guys enjoy this conversation about Super Smash Bros, fighting games, and well, inspiration to join local tournaments and just to get good. I hope you have a great one and enjoy the episode. and welcome to this week's episode of the Talking Podcast. Uh, it's your boy, Ed Man, Ed Boy, the Eddie Man, Ed Man, I don't, I get, okay, yeah, I'm Eddie. Uh, and I'm joined today with uh, Andrew, Andy, and Man, the guy who owns the, the you know, the figures in Toy Story, right? You and Buzz and Witty? That's true. Absolutely, right? Yeah. Got it. And did you actually write your name on them too? Like exactly I the did. Same? I oh, did. Man. I, dude, honor to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got uh, Brandon, um... The fuck? No, I'm sorry. Tri- triple Death, B, Triple B Myers, <laughs> or as his uh, initials are, he's a BM. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Get it? BM. Yeah. Bad mouth of me. Um. <laughs> so yeah, welcome to the podcast, guys. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. I, no joke. This morning I was like, I came downstairs and I was like, you know what? I kind of want to have someone on the podcast. And he's like, hey, do you have a guest? And I was like, no. He's like, I'm going to call Andy. And I'm like, I'm, I'm going to call Andrew. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, it's fucking six o'clock in the morning. Wait, are you calling him? Stop. Stop calling him at fucking six o'clock in the morning. It's like, he's going to answer. And I'm like, <laughs> and I did immediately. Shit. And you answered me. <laughs> yeah, I, did. I did. Yeah, I was like, the fuck? And you agreed to it too. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. I, I was so caught off guard. <clears throat> I was so caught off guard. Like, I'd see, Gav- I've, I haven't been here in a minute. Mm-hmm. I feel bad, but uh, yeah, Portal. I just see Gavin call me and so I pick up. And I, I honestly, I thought he butt dialed me at first. So I could hear him talking in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's because I remember him like trying to reach out to you, like, oh, uh, can you hear me? Can you hear me? They walked around the fucking house to try to get a hold of you. <laughs> and mind you, this is like, I, I came downstairs as he was coming home, like, I think it was like 6 30. He was just getting home from work. I come downstairs and I fucking talk to him. Like I just nonchalantly, he just fucking picks up the phone and calls you. Um, and then after we confirmed you, I was like, okay, well, I want to have someone on the podcast that would be really good to like counter you or be able to talk tangents and kind of keep you going in a sense. Because for instance, let's say we talk about smash brothers. I got zero mindset when it comes to anything to do with like any fighting games or any kind of stuff like that. Ray's fantastic at fighting games. So I was like, Oh, you know, Ray. But then I was like, Maybe I'll just get the guy who sees you as your rival and wants to fucking fight you and smash every waking day. And that's why I invited Brandon. Wow. <laughs> and, well, I t- and I texted him on the way to work. Yeah. I will say, when I was here last time, it didn't feel like a rivalry to me. Ooh. Oh, uh, what did it feel like to you? A bloodbath. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Damn, talking shit already. No, I, I just love playing the game. I love who the doesn't? game. Well, so oh, that what, guy doesn't. So why do you like playing like Super Smash Bros? Um, well, I've always enjoyed fighting games. Even as a kid, I played um before it was Marvel versus Capcom, it was um I think it was Marvel versus Street Fighter. I think that's what it was called. Mm-hmm. I played that on like PS1. Man, that was so long ago. Back when uh you'd rent games <laughs> by the Walmart down there. I used to work there. Yeah. I used to work game crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I'd play that in Street Fighter 2 all the time with my mom. And oh, she would yeah, kick my yeah. ass. Couldn't throw a fireball to save my life. 
Wait, can I swear on this, by the way? Oh, yeah, we're explicit. Okay. Yeah, you can fucking swear. <laughs> okay. yeah. Good, I just want to make I sure. Yeah. start this off by saying, shut the fuck up. Yeah, did. Did, I didn't even notice. Yeah, <laughs> and, and literally, the other podcast after this, we bleeped, we censored a word. Mm. <laughs> even the one episode before this, too. It's fucking great. Somebody drop an end bomb? No, someone dropped an <laughs> Oh, God. No, 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 no. <laughs> it, I mean, 90% of my guests are black, so it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't make it matter. It's like every other person on my podcast is of mixed race. So, no, no, no. Uh, uh, Miguel said the R word. I'm gonna prep mine. I'm gonna be like, this one's for you, Herschel. Boom. <laughs> oh damn. Yeah, you, you. I dare you to do that next time. Maybe. Um. So you started with like, uh, uh, like originally, like with Marvel or not Marvel, uh, Street. Yeah, Marvel versus Street Fighter, right? Something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. But what made you branch off from like 2D side fighters to going to do like, uh, you know, arena bra- brawler games? Um. Well, Smash Bros. Game. Melee. Actually, so funny enough, no, Melee was on my start. I didn't actually grow up with Melee. Oh, okay. I had a GameCube. I didn't Nintendo have Melee. 64? I did. So I played. I don't know if you guys remember this. Well, I don't, did you guys? Uh, were you guys raised in Vegas? Yeah. So maybe you know this. The McDonald's used to have N64s. Yeah. You could play Smash there. You'd show up and the kids would try to yep. play you. Yep. And I, I would play it all the time. Every time we went there. I think my mom and my aunt, they had like a, a set date. They'd take me and my younger cousins mm-hmm. to McDonald's when I was super young. So I just played Smash there all the time. And I'm the oldest on that side of the family, so I was like seven. They're like four. I mean, oh yeah, they can't play right. So I'm just fighting the CPUs, and I could not get past like the stage where we have to fight Fox. I could not to save my life. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't beat him, dude. He was so hard that CPU. And and now you're like, I can go back and just just oh, yeah. destroy him. Yeah, you had to play Pikachu. I did. I played Pikachu and Link. Those are my two characters. Yeah. Fuck, Super yeah. strong. But I actually got into Smash like competitively was in 2014, my senior year of high school. Um. The Smash documentary was about to come out. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, my friend, he was super into it. My friend Travis, he was super excited for it. And so he's like, Charlie oh. Travis. Yeah, he's, he's like, yo, I'm so excited for this documentary. Do you like Smash? I'm like, yeah, I like Smash. I, I play with my siblings on Sunday. We had like, we go to church and we come home and just play Smash all day. We called it Super Smash Sundays when I was oh, a kid. We just play Brawl, just goof around, throw items and shit. Uh, Gavin remembers playing Brawl with me growing up. Um and so I started playing Project M, which was a mod for Brawl to make it more Melee-esque, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. And that's actually what got me into the competitive scene. Um, okay. So I started watching videos on how to get better and stuff. And then the Smash documentary came out and that like blew my mind. I was like, wow, this is the coolest thing ever. I love this. And then, um, so I wanted to pick up Melee. Because mm-hmm. um, that was, the, the documentary was all about Melee. So it really hyped me up for Melee. And I was like, Usually oh, this, is, this is. game is so sick. Every documentary has to do with Melee. It yeah. Seems. Yeah. No, you're right. Both of them. Because yeah. they, they just made a new one like six months ago. The, the Melee gods. Yep. And so I want to get into Melee. And um, but then Smash 4 on DS was about to drop. Okay. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, well, Melee's been out for like, what is 2014? So 13 years at this point. So I'm like, I can either go learn this game and try to catch up or I can just start on a level playing field. Not really level playing field, but as much as you're going to get one at this point yeah. in the game with um, Smash 4 DS. And so I just I played the game. I started grinding it and I just this has been my main game ever since. So um, obviously you competed in like uh, locals out here, right? I did. Yeah. Have you completed anything else outside of locals? So when I was competing at my prime, it was the end of my senior year, beginning of, I guess, young adulthood, whatever you want to call it when mm-hmm. you're done with it. Um, when you're done with high school, because I wasn't in college at this point yet. Um, I went to locals a lot, and then we had a 
regional tournament called Level Up Expo. Yeah. That giant convention. So I, I did compete in that also. Um, and actually, I was supposed to go compete out in Cali. There was this circuit at the time called the 2GG circuit. You, you might have remembered that. Um, not me, but Brandon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah I just not around. Yeah, it was a big thing. It's like a giant circuit, 250K prize pot at the end. It was insane. I actually got selected to go with the Vegas crew to compete Whoa. in Cali. Um, unfortunately, at this point, I was grinding Melee, Project M, and Smash 4. And it destroyed my left hand. Completely destroyed it. I would wake up in the middle of the night just like in throbbing pain. Like I would get pinches from my oh, wrist yeah, yeah. all the way up to my shoulder. Yeah, I, I know. So I know. I know pain like that because I play heavily a lot of like guitar hero and rock band and shit like that. So my entire forearm, whenever I do like really hard stuff now, it fucking locks up and feels like yep. it's completely like fried. Yeah. Yay. It was so I bad. I would have pain in my right hand when I'm jerking off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Pl- All right. Yeah. No, go ahead. no, I was just gonna say, don't jerk off and control your character's movement with the same hand. <laughs> not a good combo anyway um <laughs> at night at night i would actually sleep on my arm oh, to, to admit, numb it it was so bad Man. yeah that sucks too how, how old were wow. you then 17 18 fuck dude that's yeah. fuck dude yeah i was really upset about it for a while no idea i i mean even now like you you're still fucking great like what we see like what i've seen you here i don't know i don't know if you have you performed any like recent locals no i've actually wanted to go back i've actually lately the past two months i've been grinding that game super hard uh, melee or I, uh just ultimate. just ultimate okay just yeah. ultimate I, I chose my game gotcha i'm setting it uh mainly because i have a lot of cro- close friends still that play the game mm-hmm. and but i found some really high level practice partners so i've been playing with them i want to compete in it the problem is i want to get consistent practice before because just going to tournaments like tournaments like the quiz at the end of the week your quiz of everything you've learned in practice up up until that point i didn't want to go back to tournaments without consistent practice because it seems kind of folly right i love that mindset by the way you just said the tournaments are quizzes at the end of the week from all the training i love that mentality i mean that's that's how i always um viewed it viewed it i would like people some people that would just go to every single weekly Mm -hmm. Like there, at some point we had five, literally one every day, Monday through Friday. And that never made sense to me. Like these people were, they were getting the same placements every time it's getting more, more frustrated, just throwing their face at the brick wall, just yeah. trying to grind it out. Um, it made more sense to me. I'm like, okay, I'm going to pick like two events every two weeks and really focus on just everything I've practiced at that point. I would just pick something. So I'd go to two events per, uh, every two weeks. And in between those events, I was just like, okay, what do I want to practice? I want to practice corner pressure. Just focus on corner pressure in these in these friendlies or these these grind sessions I'm practicing in, mm-hmm. or my recovery, or my fastball mix-ups, just stuff like that. I would just hyper focus on one objective and just grind it out, and then go apply it to the the quiz, you know. So, and then for for that one, you're saying you're practicing. Are you like grouping up with someone from your locals? You're like, oh, this is my fr- I'm gonna fucking yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I would, um, yeah, I would, uh, go to people's houses, set it up. Even, um, I know like it's a meme that ultimate has bad Wi-Fi, but, mm. and it does, but when you live pretty close to each other, you can get pretty con- okay. It's, you can still learn off and practice off of it. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to reaction tech chase perfectly. No, you're not going to do that, but you can still practice these situations you find yourself in. Like a lot of, a lot of fighting games in general and probably in most competitive games, you just these people that get good at stuff is because they've been in that situation a thousand times, mm-hmm, right? Yeah. If I have someone on the ledge on Fox, I'm like, okay, 
I fought this character a thousand times. What are his options? I've I've been in this situation a thousand times. I know what to do here. So I yeah I know that's exactly how you fucking do it and um and the the point of like someone going to locals every fucking day of the week that it's yeah. insane I I probably they do it more or less is because some people can't go certain days so they have every day mm-hmm. the people that go every day they're not progressing as well as someone like you that's you know going once a week and 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 figuring out exactly what you need to work on that's fucking ingenious yeah. and and some people I have met people where they just they just do that crazy torment grind they do see results. And I tried that for a while. And just for me personally, I was just getting more more frustrated because when you're in tournament, you're so focused on winning. It almost like I, I you're if that's your only your practice, yeah, you're not you're gonna be like when I play you guys for fun, or if I'm playing one of my training partners, I'm thinking about specific interactions I'm trying to practice. If I'm in tournament, I'm not thinking of improving anything. I'm thinking of okay, I want to win. I want to win. That's all I'm focused on. Your practice, you don't want to think. When you're playing friendlies, who cares who wins? You mm-hmm. want to focus on that one thing you're practicing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if I'm just, if my only practice is tournament, then I'm just practicing how to be in a winning mind state, which is fine. But if I don't, that only makes sense if I already feel very like mastered in those situations, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. I get you. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fucking crazy, man. That's amazing. I actually, the in the competitive scene here in Vegas, I know a couple of people. I know the guy who organizes a lot of the local Smash stuff for the weekly Smashes. Oh, um, Andy? I, I know Ivan. Oh, Ivan, Ivan yes. Yeah. Yes, Navi. Yeah, he's Navi. a Rob player. Yeah, he's he's a really good guy. He's insanely good. Too. He's, he's really cool. Rob. Yeah. Like he, I remember when I, uh, I used to work at a shop called Game Planet, mm-hmm. and he would play, we'd play White Shorts all the time, card game, like anime card game. And, um, whenever we would host smash tournaments, uh, my, the owner of the store wanted to talk to him about it and have him do it. Honestly, dude, I, I every time that we were trying to set up anything, it really was not, it, this store was not supposed to be a smash environment. Uh, but whenever I saw Ivan play that guy fucking creams, all of the people there. Like if you feel like you're playing against somebody and you feel like you got an advantage, fuck no, this guy will like, he's a great guy too, by the way. He's yeah, quiet. he is. He's awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, how about you, Brandon? You feel like uh, you've ever gone to a tournament yet? No, I haven't. Have you ever thought about going? Um, I've considered it. I never consider my skill level to be at that point. Mm-hmm. Mostly because I don't have an actual like grinding partner. Granted, I also haven't gone hunting for one. Um, it's more like something I like to do on the side competitively, not taking it super seriously. But I mean, I've always thought about it. I mean, if you did, well, who would you mean? Um, I mean, I'd probably stick with Roy right now. Roy's yeah. a very good pick. Yeah. It's a very Roy's good character. <laughs> very popular character right now in the meta. Very strong. Very yeah. strong character. Yeah, yeah, you should totally go to some locals, man. Maybe. There's some I, pretty good ones. Actually, I want to touch on that. I hear that all the time. People are like, oh, I don't feel like I'm at that skill level to go tournament. I don't know when people feel like they would be at the skill level to go tournament. I mean, you just, you, you got to do it. Back when I first started going to locals, my only practice was playing with my high school friends, my cousin. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I, I went there and I was like, I'm going to get completely destroyed. And I, you know, I went like one and two. Like, yeah, I got destroyed. But I was surprised that I didn't. The sets were all very close. And I realized to myself, wow, I probably should have started doing this earlier. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's a right time. You just you just got to go. You just if you want to do it, you do it. Now you, you, you don't need you just go. You you played Brandon. You played him already. Like yeah. you played him a couple times here. Do you think he can like actually go there and do some work? Yeah, he would be fine. Especially yeah. playing Roy. Dude, when you hit someone's shield as Roy, they're they're freaking the fuck out. 
It's true. <laughs> They're scared. And honestly, like shield pressure is a pretty big deal. Yeah. When I started going, I, when ultimate came out, I went back to tournaments pretty inconsistently. And like the first three or four rounds of the tournaments, I would just play fast, just play really fast and get aggressive in people's face. And they just panic. And I would, I would literally not even have to use my brain half the time, just playing really fast and overwhelming people. Mm-hmm. And when it was like, I fought someone I knew was good or someone that's ranked, it's like, okay, now I got to turn the brain on and start, you know, can't just monkey brain and smack their shield for free anymore. Uh, especially not with slingshot. True. Slingshot's new. Slingshot um, is cool. It's a new tech. Yeah. Um, What's his name? Gimmer. Yeah. Uh, did a showcase video where he basically did a live stream and showcased the, uh, the ability to do this little movement where as soon as you land, you can pull the analog stick at like almost a 45 degree angle towards the opponent and jump and pull back. And it causes your character to barely have any like landing fall lag and you can attack immediately. So you can hit their shield immediately jump. And if they try to shield, pun- or if they try to punish it by grabbing, you're already out of range and you're coming back in for another hit to punish their grab attack. Yeah, basically it's a pivot. So for people that don't know, an ultimate, when you dash, you cannot do any action during your dashing animation. You're locked in it. Mm. Um, however, with this weird glitch they discovered, you can basically pivot your control stick to the opposite direction and back and you'll f- your character will pivot and for whatever reason you can actually interrupt it with a jump. So you pivot, so you're yeah, dashing, that sounds right. but then you kind of cancel the the dash and you jump, but you keep all the momentum from your initial dash. Oh, so you're able to crazy. hit someone's shield, land, and instead of dashing away and being locked in the animation, you can dash and cancel into a jump, so you retreatingly jump. And so you basically hit someone's shield, and you jump away to punish their response, their defensive option. Yeah. And it's a huge momentum shift because you you can jump back pretty fast yeah you instead keep of all being locked in mm-hmm. see shit like this the game's been out for a fucking couple of years now and uh like they're still finding shit like it's always fuck? gonna be that hey, way melee's still finding stuff it's been 20 years oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah shit i remember watching fucking videos on uh youtube about melee like small little things gavin will put on videos like we I think we watched an entirety thing about how uh how fucking broken brawl and melee were like when it comes to like hitboxes and characters different animation styles and all the iframes and shit and it's fuck i don't know how people can play honestly people that can actually play melee dude like kudos like it's hard it's too fast i still think it's funny to watch videos where people get hit from like a mile away but they don't realize it's because when they throw out an attack it shifts their hurt box forward and whoever like snake up tilt let's say has this weird lifts where it sometimes vacuums people in and like hit like there was a video where Pitt was like I don't know a good two meters away did his forward air snaked it an up tilt and it just barely connected the hurt box and pulled him up and killed him but if you look at the video they're nowhere near each other and it's like how is this even possible I'm okay so taking a step back when it comes to like fighting games in general like because uh we've been on this kind of kick in the house where we're just watching a lot of fighting game stuff like uh, uh my roommate ray he's really into like street fighter th- like uh turbo or not sorry street fighter 3 ultra he likes that one mm. we like talking about tekken and just street fighter in general um so like they were telling about korean backdash for tekken which i i'm like because like tekken okay mind you tekken in, is literally the hardest game i've ever seen in my fucking life it's hard it's that's just, a hard game to play i wanted to get into yeah. that 
everyone wants to get into it, <laughs> but it's just such a dense game. Well, they, every iteration of the game, they build upon it. Yep. And they don't really remove much, so it just gets more and more complicated. Yeah, and While every- a lot of other games reworks certain things. I mean, and they do, but they mainly just pile a lot on. So yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that Street Fighter does does the opposite with the new one because they're releasing six or whatever, and people want them to go in a different direction than how it's been going. Because I think five was like good but not great. Um, five was just launch of five was microtransaction at hell. I thought. And people could just kind of run at you, and there wasn't much you could do about it. There's a lot of characters that kind of just ran over people, and you didn't have a lot of defensive options. That was the main complaint at the launch. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I think I've heard of that. I think I heard that too, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I definitely heard that. And um, they made a lot more um, tight, uh, like, one-frame links. Basically mm-hmm. a combo where you can go for a one-frame input and get slightly more damage, but it's riskier because it's harder to execute. They kind of toned that back and just gave everybody easy inputs so they could people could do a little bit more longer lifting. combos that were more punishing easier okay so they're doing the more of like the blaze blue approach when it comes to like having a single button command in a sense it wasn't single button they just made it way more lenient well, that, no, yeah, that's extreme <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. to, I'm like oh i'm gonna go to street fighter i'm just gonna hit yeah, square they were, no they're not auto comboing you or anything like that <laughs> just a fucking medium punch just yeah fucking, they, they just made over. it they made it significantly easier I know that right now in uh, Street Fighter Six or Five, uh, it's currently broken because there's one character that's just like fucking disgusting. I forget his name, but he's like an MMA fighter, and he's the first character. He's the first character they introduced that's actually supposed to be one of the, the main character for Six, because in the trailer and everything. But his kit is disgusting. Like from what I've heard, I don't remember exactly. I have to ask Ray exactly it, but like he has everything. His kit has everything. Like he's the most universal street fighter. Like he's good at everything. He's not amazing at some things, but he's just good at everything, which makes he's like a universal pick. Like he's just, you know, if you want to do good at grabbing, he's good at grabbing. He's good at switch ups. He's good at like anything you want to do with him. He's just, he can do it. Yeah. It sounds like, uh, actually what people have discovered in ultimate is a uh, Rob. I believe is Rob that has the most torment wins out of any character. Really? He, yeah. he's the character top eight. is, so good at so many things. Yeah. Kind of has an answer for everything. He's got good pressure, good ledge defense, everything. And he has been going under the radar for quite some time. Yeah. Until uh, recently, what Zamba, I think his name is, just came out of yeah, nowhere just and just destroyed up, the game with up. it. Yeah. They're like, who is this guy that just came out of nowhere? Same thing with that uh, Japanese player, Cola, with uh, Steve, Minecraft mm-hmm. Steve. And Jake. I think it's yeah. Jake from State Farm. <laughs> I think that's also his name. Steve, man. Yeah. 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 Steve, man. I'm scared. I'm afraid that character's going to take over the world. Oh, no, he will. Um, yeah. In Japan, Cola won, I think it was five straight gold or platinum level tor- uh, tournaments, and he has no tournament history aside from those. Yeah, it's, So he's it's, won every single uh, tournament he's ever gone to, every single super major. I am afraid. if When I go back to tournaments, I am scared of Steve. Yeah. I'm going to be scared of that character. You need a, a character that has a good, um, I think they, I forgot what they call it. When your attacks do um, like a slash where it hits multiple things at once. That yeah. way you can take out the walls faster. The, the blocks, yeah. Yeah. The Here, joint attacks, I think. I, I found it. So this is Luke, by the way. So Luke is like an MMA fighter. He's actually like related to Guile. Okay, I've heard of him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he's like rank, he's S tier in the game, but like his kit thing, like what it says here, Luke uh, Luke's kit is a heavily centered uh, around mid screen control and rushdown. All of his punch normals slightly advance him forward and have a great reach. So he punches and he moves forward. Oh my. Um. 
All of uh, with great counter hit potential and links, Luke can heavily punish mashing opponents and punished with attacks. With a strong focus on movement, Luke tends to get into the other character's faces where he can maintain pressure with many frame traps that can follow into highly punishing combos. His unique V-trigger ties everything together. Unlike other characters who can only deplete their V-gauge over time, Luke gains V-meter back when successfully landing hits on his opponent and loses it upon being hit. The unique take uh, on the Street Fighter V's core mechanics greatly rewards Luke. Basically, like yeah, he's just super aggressive. Um, he he's gets a whole W key character. <laughs> Basically, yeah, and he it, plays he, the game for you. He also has like uh, you know, how, like Ryu when he does his uh, Hodoken, it comes out and it's kind of like it's it's got a lot of iframe or like a lot of like frames when he's doing it. It's like, like startup, um, yeah, like startup for mm-hmm. it. Uh, Luke's has no startup. Oh, it, it, he sends it. He can do something. It's yeah, I haven't. Gross. I haven't seen the character. I haven't watched Street Fighter Five in quite a while, so I know nothing about oh, him. And it travels faster than the Hodoken. You know, like Hodoken, like travels. Yeah, nah, shit, fucking laser beams. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> quick up. There's like quick fireball, short, uh, slow fireball, stuff like that. Yeah, but so with, I wonder if with he him, has it's that. literally just, just always quick. Yeah, and he can do it like out of it's. Uh, we were watching a video on it, and uh, like we were watching his kit and how he is. Like most people who were watching play it like in professional level, like um, if they were playing anything that wasn't tournament based, they could like perfect people instantly with him. Mm-hmm. Like his just gross. But um, outside of that, like, is there a fighting game that you guys like think about, you know, you really want to be really good at or it's like one of your favorite, like, you know, fighting just, games? just ultimate. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually. When Guilty Gear dropped the new one, I really wanted to get into Strive. that. Oh, Strive. I really wanted to, and I didn't. Um, now I'm just focusing on Ultimate again. But I am excited. They showed, I think it's just the one trailer, just the teaser trailer, um, Riot's fighting game. Yes, that actually was They're really good. They're a tag team. It's 2v2 oh, tag yeah. team. I'm excited for that. The tag fighters. Yeah. Riot, I'm a Riot fanboy. I like Valorant. And oh, they sorry. consistently... <laughs> I've actually... I haven't played League in like 10 years. I'm not a big MOBA Don't guy, though. Probably keep it that way. Yeah, I'm not a big MOBA <laughs> guy. Um, But Riot consistently hits like high standards for every genre they touch. I'm very excited for them to touch the fighting game genre. Yeah, from what I've seen from the, t- the, 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 the alpha, alpha, alpha shit for Echo, Echo looks amazing. His kid is like, I honestly can't grab my head, like grapple my head around the idea of what the fighting game is going to be. Have you seen it yet? I haven't, no. We'll watch it after. We'll watch it afterwards. Because the way that Echo's kit works, it's fucking cool. It's really cool. Have you seen it too? I only I saw the first trailer they dropped, and I haven't seen anything after oh, they that. At least gameplay, like Did, an actual. Yeah, mechanic it, I saw play. gameplay, but I don't think I don't even think they had a title at the time. No, no, it's untitled. The game okay. is completely untitled. It's incredibly in alpha stage. They're literally still so trying to alpha. Uh, they don't even have a name. They're literally. It's done by the guys who did. Uh, shit, who was it? Um, they designed rollback netcode. Oh yeah, these are the guys who the guys who are designing the fighting system are the guys who designed rollback netcode. I forgot. There's like two brothers or whatever. Yeah, I forget their names. The heroes. No, I probably. Yeah. I'll probably <laughs> I know, Melee um, got rollback. That yeah. was crazy. Oh my god, they one crazy it. dude just made rollback netcode for uh, Melee. Game changer. I know Nintendo can't do that. No, they won't either. I don't know if they won't. Not even the next title. No. No. No, we'll uh, unfortunately never get that kind of support from them. Nope. Well, did you see the 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 what was it? Um, was it uh, Gavin the Super Smash uh Turbo mod? They released a mod for uh for Ultimate where it basically will do like was it what was it do, does again? What does it do again? There's no recovery frames as soon as you hit somebody, you can do something else. 
Yeah, Project M had a had a oh, yeah. little side game you could do. Yeah, where if when you land a hit, um, all and lag is canceled. Do you see the uh, the video where they basically programmed a uh, like a AI fox and an AI falcon with our Falco with the turbo mod and they just gave him like super speed and they were just basically bouncing off. Yeah. Each other that was on brawl, stage. I believe. Right. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. That was insane. Ah, that's the guys we're talking about. Their names are Tom and Tony cannon. They're the creators. Yes. of Evo. Okay. I can see, I can see their faces now that you said their names. Yeah. 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 They're they're Yeah. They're the guys who fucking design They're I think they ran or they're doing uh, Evo originally. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now they're doing, this fucking game with Yeah, Riot. I'm excited. I'm really excited. It looks to see really what they do good. With that. Yeah. Um, so I remember I asked the question wrong, by the way. So you have your favorite game, the game that you're good at, right? Like mm-hmm. Smash. You're good at Smash, you're good at Smash, right? But what's your favorite fighting game that you're not good at? Like the way game you go and just kind of like, ah, I kind of want to play this, mm. but I know I'm shit at it. <laughs> Tekken. <laughs> Tekken. <laughs> you know? So like for for instance for me um it it's Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm Four oh lord I can't play any of those <laughs> I've seen like one of the one of those games but it's it's arena battler team tag thing like uh like literally any other like uh game that Bandai Namco makes it's like an anime fighter like My Hero or Demon Slayer that's Naruto it's fucking Naruto it just watered down and not as good I think uh if I had to pick a fighting game that I could be good at. That I'm not. It'd probably be Guilty Gear Strive. Guilty Gear Strive? Yeah. Well, that makes sense. I, I think the game is just sick looking. See, I, I would have just said Digimon Battle Arena. You know? <laughs> Ooh, got him. Yeah. You ever play that? How about I, that? No, I haven't played it. Wow, you haven't played that game? Shit. No. I haven't either. <laughs> Thank you. Shit, dude. It's about like, that uh, Sonic game. Remember that old Sonic game? It's a Sonic fighting game? So you ask me something like this and only one person knows the answer to this. <laughs> and hey, Gavin, what's this fighting game he's talking about? Oh, was it? I don't. I don't know. It was pretty cool, though. It was just a Mimi answer. What's that game that it's like two D, like Smash style, <laughs> Mugen something, where you could they can like bring all sorts of different people into like a Smash style, like you can play as Goku and whatnot. Jump Force. I think that was Super Smash Flash, right? No, well, there was that, but there's an actual one like Mugen something. Mugen. 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 Mugen? Yeah, it's not it? a fighting game. It's a simulator game. You put the things together. You don't play the characters. Oh, yeah. I gotta, thought you could actually yeah. fight in you it. Can you can play the characters? Yeah, yeah. That's that's, that's the, I don't know how they would do that because the the shit that happened in that game, the Mugen. Yeah, I remember watching Mugen like videos on YouTube like eight yeah. years ago. They like, were insane. Yeah, but I don't know anything about it after that. One of my YouTubers I watch, his name is Afro Senju, um, uh, XL. He does uh he does L, he just doing Elden Ring recently, and me and my house we've all we were all watching his journey from the beginning to. He's an amazing person to go watch. He's fucking hilarious. If you need a, like a new YouTuber, watch him. He's great. Um, but he's doing a Mugen thing right now, or he was, where he's doing like uh, his favorite people versus people he thinks could beat them. Mm. He put fucking Shoto versus Madara. <laughs> like Shoto from fucking My Hero Academia, Ice Cold Guy. And he puts against like fucking Naruto and so- Dude, Come on. Like it's Shoto. He can't do shit. Oh, he put him against Mob Psycho first from Mob. I remember watching a video. It was, um, um, why can I not remember what the channel is called? But it's basically super popular characters fighting each other. One of them was Cloud versus Link and Link won. No, it was Death Battle? I think so. I was so pissed about that. Yeah, Cloud I didn't bring that up in this house Link. because um, Gavin will argue with you because they did a video on Flash versus Sonic. <laughs> and can you guess who won? Flash. Yeah, because anything <laughs> from the DCU wins. Like they're, they're, they're ridiculous. But he he was arguing. To be fair, it is a hedgehog. 
I still remember How arguing Goku versus God Superman. Powers. Yeah, yeah, they just, yeah, Goku versus Superman. It, it's it, literally that argument between Goku versus Superman. It, it makes fucking sense because Superman's ideology is that he is infinite. There is no end to him. Whereas Goku is that he will always overcome what's in front of him. If you can't overcome infinite, you just can't. I feel like infinite versus limitless. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like nothing would happen there. Is he fighting forever? No, the, the the idea behind it, like they wouldn't fight, but if mm. they did fight, Superman would eventually win, because Superman would eventually do something that would be something that he can't stop, because it's gonna get to a point where it's literally world destruction shit, you know? Oh like, no, there's gonna be a universe destruction at that level. Oh yeah, no, it's gonna be singularity. The entire fucking multiverse would go away. Um, I'll say just Goku versus Frieza destroyed a planet. I mean, hey Gavin, who would win, the Flash or Sonic? We're not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. He already knows. You want to hear something that'll make him really upset? Let's see. I grew up playing Sonic games and Mario games. Mario games are so much fucking better. It's not even close. Super Mario World 3. Remember playing that game? Yeah. Better than any Sonic game out there. I'll die on that opinion. I will tell you this right now. Um, uh, I, I can't take recommendation of Sonic games from Gavin. Because this man did two things and it hurt me. So the first thing is I was uh, I was down here. I think it was like drunk or uh, smoking or whatever and want to play a game. Uh, me and my girlfriend, my, my ex-girlfriend, we're, we were sitting down here and uh, he puts on fucking, what was it, Sonic R? Hey, to be fair, you guys asked for some obscure ass shit. I gave you obscure. So is, is this a fan you... title or is this official? So, no, it's, it's official, official title. It's terrible. What? I can't tell the difference half the time. The, I guess the music's really good. Um, but no, dude, dude, oh, yeah. like Sonic Forces. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> sorry, or Gavin. Sonic I'm sorry. I and still love you. I just don't like Sonic. The second thing is this man on my couch played through the entirety of Sonic Unleashed. No, I didn't. Not you. <laughs> you sat on your couch. This man played the entirety. I honestly didn't think Sonic. Unleashed was that bad. I thought it was fine. Yeah, Sonic one, two, and three were great. Game. You what, you gonna pull out 06 next? Uh, 06 actually gained a resurgence because everybody likes the speedrunning mechanics of it. Okay, we're not talking to Gavin. <laughs> 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 no, I'm just fucking with Gavin. No, um, uh, no, I Unleashed was one of the ones that I actually played that I did kind of like, but I didn't really get into it. That's a werewolf one, right? Yeah, yeah. I am. Yeah. Werewolf one. I couldn't even play six because six broke when Never I rented it from Game Crazy. It was fucking damaged. So I, only, I couldn't even get past the first level. I remember getting Aww. nightmares from Sonic Pinball. Oh, Sonic Pinball. That game was something else. I can tell. Oh, they uh they released the cover art for the Steelbook for Sonic Two, and it's the uh the Sega Genesis Sonic Two cover, but in the style of like the poster where it has like you know Eggman holding over the number two and have Sonic and Tails in the front. It looks really good. Yeah, yeah. So back to fighting games. <laughs> I'm about to say you got me there. I don't really play Sonic. No worries, neither do I. I I'm not a platform guy. I, I grew. I grew. Uh, Sonic doesn't feel like a normal platformer. No, no. It's the, not. the idea behind it too is like it's it hits certain generations. For instance, like I didn't own a Sega Genesis, and I didn't own any of like I I didn't have uh, an N64 to my own. Like my first console that I owned, that I personally went out and bought, and that I could play without anyone touching it, was a 360. 
Like my Xbox was my older brother's. We had to stick it in the freezer to get it to work. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, fuck. I borrowed the GameCube from my upstreet neighbor, Jaden, a couple times. That's how I was able to play Chris, uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Fucking love that game. Um, Dot Hack Trilogy. The only reason I started loving Dot Hack Trilogy was because my neighbor had the entirety of the series and lent it to me. And I played through it entirely for, uh, from that point. Nice. Only reason. I played yeah. a lot of Echo the Dolphin on Sega Genesis. <laughs> Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> Stupid game. But it was it was on the disc. Like, I think it came with like Streets of Rage 2 or something. It was like oh, a yeah. combo disc or something. Yeah. Streets of Rage. Yeah. What about, what about you, Brian? Yeah, I went from the N64 playing <gasps> Smash and Super Mario um, to the PS1 playing like, a, I just remember playing a demo disc a ton. Yeah, I had a bunch of demo discs. Yeah. And then eventually I got a PS2. And you played your favorite game of all time, right? Hurdy Gurdy. Oh my God. You love that game so fucking much. You own like seven copies now, right? <laughs> two, actually. Just two? Just two. Just two. Unfortunately, I haven't lost them yet. <laughs> on PS2, I just remember playing Keymarts 1 on repeat. Oh my God. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I played that. I played Spyro. I played uh, Jack and Daxter. So many games. Played a bunch of James Bond. You remember playing uh, James Goldeneye? Bond on yeah Goldeneye Goldeneye's on the N sixty four? Yeah, that's the one I played. Yeah, I, that's I fucking love Goldeneye. I remember doing all the the mods on that too, like Big Head Mode or like the cheats, Gold Gun. Did you, yep. did you guys ever play Twisted Metal? Yes, oh, fuck yeah. absolutely. Twisted Metal was crazy. Twisted Metal, dude. It was the uh, the crazy version of Mario Kart. Oh yeah, it was Twisted Metal and I think Tekken three is that oh. on PlayStation one. Yeah. Those are the two games I played all the time on PlayStation. Um, Virtue Fighter. Byro. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that yeah. was the one I played, which ended up not going anywhere. <laughs> I think there's an assist trophy in Smash. For oh yeah, yeah, for Virtue Fighter, yeah. I think there is. I remember it. Yeah. Virtue Fighter is still around. Yeah, but I mean, it's not that popular of a game. Well, comparatively to like Tekken or whatever. I, I you mean, don't hear yeah. about like you're not going to Evo to go watch a Virtue Fighter tournament. I'd watch it. I would too. At least once. Hell, I mean, right now, I think, what's main stage for EVA this year? Not Smash. No, really? not Smash. Nope. They took it out. We haven't had EVO in a while, which I'm cool with. I've never been an EVO. As a Smash player, I've always been fine with us leaving yeah. EVO. But um, Multiverse, which just got announced, is going to be at EVO. Multiverses? Yeah, Multiverses. Yeah, the, the Warner Brother thing. It's coming out literally a month before EVO starts, I think. So like, people are going to be on a huge grind for it. Yeah, like uh, what's his name Smash. Sonic Fox I, he's gonna be like one of the biggest people showing up for that which is crazy he's to a me. god at any game he touches I know that dude just picks up a fighting game he's the best at it yeah yeah. it's a shame he never picked up ultimate he he wanted to never actually committed to it uh, didn't he win a it's tournament it's a big difference hmm? I thought Sonic Fox won a tournament for Smash Mm. Mm, I don't, I don't so. remember that. Yeah, I don't. I don't recall anything. No, like no, that. he won an award. I think it was. I remember we were sitting on the couch. We watched it because he went up on stage and he was in his costume and not his co- fucking his persona. Um, I I can't say his persona. He was on stage or whatever, and a lot of people got upset about it. I think it was a game awards. He won a game award. That's what I'm thinking. Oh of. yeah, yeah. Yeah, he won a game award. I will say for, the last tournament I watched that Sonic Fox was in was when a uh, Dragon Ball had just gone to Evo for its first year, and he. Picked up the game right on the spot and became the best at it already. You know which one I'm talking about? The most recent one? The Joe, one that I bought and never fucking Fire actually... Z? Yeah. That, I, I bought it and never really actually put that much time into it. Don't. Insane. I played that game for a week. And then I don't know what happened. I just stopped playing it. I don't think it, I had anyone to play with. 
It's a hard game. It's a really hard yeah. fighter. It's really punishing. And I was like super new to anime fighters and oh. completely different. That thing does not play like any other normal anime fighter that I know. Like Blaze Blue, Guilty Gear. It's pretty unique. It's very, right I, here. yeah. I, I play Persona 4 Arena and it doesn't play anything like any of those other games. Like My brother's a huge Persona 4 fan and he wants me to get into that game so he can watch me. Uh, it's I think, fun. You're, I think you're talking to a huge Persona fan. Yeah, I don't know anything about that game. It's Blaze Blue. It's Blaze Blue, but with a new mechanic with Personas. Because you have like a meter for, like you have, because you have a, um, you have a burst like you do in like Blaze Blue and in, in in any game like that. So you can break combos. Uh, and then you have your Persona meter, which each person has its own Persona. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also each character has a unique mechanic. For instance, one of my favorite characters is Junpei. Um, he has a home run mechanic. Uh, so if he finishes a combo or hits you a certain amount of times, uh, on the bottom, he has a little home run plate. And if he fills all the bases, it'll do what's called a home run and it'll give you a point. If you keep going until you hit 10, you go into an extra status mode where then you do extra damage and you can like do certain things better when it comes to him. Um, it's a really cool mechanic cause you can jungle, you could juggle people into a 10, into a 10 homer. Like instantly or out of the gate. Yeah, as a fox player, I love juggling. That's oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So you, you may you <laughs> may like those up airs. Um, and then there's also every character has an alternate version of themselves. So they have the normal version and then a shadow version. The sh- shadow version doesn't have, um, I forget. Uh, they don't have like the the some mode or whatever. I forget what it is. I don't play shadow versions very much, but they have increased damage. So they they actually do more, but they lose an ability. Um, cause in persona you have your shadow form and so it's like kiss curse kind of. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, you'd, you'd probably enjoy it. It's not a hard fighting game. Um, if you can get used to blaze blue mechanics, you're fine. Uh, it, uh, anime fighter games like blaze blue or, um, uh, fucking blaze blue persona guilty gear. They do not like button mashers. Like if you go in there and try to button mash like you do and like uh, I'm not saying you do, but like you button mash in like the Smash Bros or Tekken or hey, Street Ultimate Fighter. has a lot of glue eaters. I'll say that <laughs> a lot of button mashers. Yeah, but I uh, I am known for not pressing buttons and just waiting you out. I'll put you in the corner. I'll take stage control and I will wait for you to pick something. Yeah, that's what I do. It's crazy to me that people complain about mashing out of shield or mashing out of um grabs and whatnot. Like actually, if like somebody gets grabbed and they're able to break out the grab, they're like, "Oh, you're such a masher." Well, why are they pummeling? You shouldn't be pummeling against good players that can mash. I mean, yeah, I well, guess for that's what, true. One two percent extra damage, not worth it. it. Exactly. I never understood why they pummeled. Pummels barely anything. If anything, it just um, kind of like a way to show that you're ahead of them. Well, some like certain characters will do it for like if they have kill throws, or yeah. they're trying to fish for a certain setup, grab setup, or even uh, DI mixups. Pummel them, throw up their uh, their DI. You can do this stuff like that. Through a pummel? Yeah. If people are hard, like hard committing to right, because mm-hmm. they think you're going to throw them left or whatever, you start pummeling them. Some people will just like, okay, so they let go because they're trying to start mashing and now they're not DIing. Right. And you throw them. That people makes sense. That. So um, what is what is one of your favorite memories from like playing uh, Smash? Like, is there like one moment you're like, ha. Yes. Well, immediately. Um, so there was this player... I, I don't know if he's still active. I'll have to see. His name is Z. He's a Pikachu player. Really good Pikachu player. Best Pikachu player we had in Vegas. Um, I beat... I don't remember. He doesn't compete. He has, he, he stopped in Smash mm. 4, which like Bayo started taking over. Uh, like a lot of people did. Um, I beat this guy, and then Z came up to me, 
in Z at this time. I think he was ranked second, right behind Foe. And this is during Smash 4 days, like 2017, 2016. And uh, he came up to me. He's like, dude, you have so much potential. I want to I take you up under my wing and, and like mentor you because you have a lot of potential. You just need a little bit of guidance and, and just showing where to take that potential. And uh, that was like right before my hand pain started taking over. So when he told me that, and then he gave me his like his uh, personal number so I could work stuff out with him and set something up. That was that was my happiest memory. That's when I was like, wow, I've just been grinding this game so much and like I'm getting recognized for it. And I'm starting to get opportunities and recognized by these really good players I idolized. Fuck yeah. Yeah. And okay, but I have another one that's a bit more cheesier. Oh. Um so Gavin will remember this, our high school tournaments. So let me let me build the story a little bit, right? So Smash DS comes out, and I am dog shit at this game, dude. I am. It's so much different than PM. So much different than Street Fighter. Just complete dog doo doo dog water. And uh, oops, that threw me off a little bit. Anyway, so everyone and all my friends that are playing, including Gavin, everyone's so much better than at the game than me. So I'm like, I got to get better than my friends. So I just grind, 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 grind. And so our friend Matt, who was the best in the school at the time, he threw a smash tournament, but it was limited on time because we had to leave by four o'clock. Oh, so he's like, instead of one V one bracket, we're going to have free for alls and the winner moves on to the next round. And then the last, the last match would be a one V one best of three. Okay. And I played Toon Link at the time. And if there's one thing I knew how to do as Toon Link was run away and throw shit. Oh, yeah. That, I could do that. So that's what I did the entire tournament. I threw, I, I ran away and threw shit. And since we're playing on a giant projector in the, in the theater, no matter who won, no matter how they won, people just went crazy. They just would scream, get super, like, they were cheering. They're getting yeah. excited. So I would just run away and literally run out the clock. Well, I would try to run out the clock, but usually everyone just killed themselves or kill each other off. And I picked off the ones left because since I was running away in this free for all, I have all my lives still, all my stocks. So I'd, I just won every game doing that, just running away and throwing shit. And then people were like, oh, cheering and stuff. And I got to grand finals doing that. And I remember after every match, being on that stage and having people cheer like that, I remember feeling and saying to myself, I want to feel this feeling every day for the rest of my life. So that'd be my second favorite memory. But that is like those that was like super uber casual shit. Like Oh no, but it doesn't matter if it's uber duper casual. Yeah. It's it's that fun feeling, that feeling that you're able to like sit into that thing and just like enjoy and knowing like you're like, I want to do this. That's this what gave what me that super that, it gave me that hunger for actually want to take this seriously and actually play with the like the big boys. Actually play in the competitive scene. Yeah, those moments are fucking great. I love yeah. moments like that for sure. I feel um, like the main character that day yeah, yeah i yeah, literally yeah. felt like the main character and it was awesome it's always a nice feeling yeah do we, gavin do you have a question for us sir so uh actually my my favorite memory derives from the same uh uh tournament he's talking about because uh back then i for a while i was actually one of the best in the school and I had started out by decline because, you know, everybody started getting really into it. And I was at home with super Christian grandparents. They're like, you need to be focusing on school. You don't got time for this. So I'm like, okay, uh, I'm not going to be the best at this, but I'm going to give it my all. I go up there with the four winners of the tournament. They just needed somebody to fill a slot. 
for fun. And they expect me to get creamed. I'm picking Little Mac. Little Mac and stupid characters. I go up there, I choose Robin. And uh the the <laughs> tournament's the tournament's winner, like the the favorite fan favorite, everybody is expecting him to win, is up there playing Rob, and Rob is disgusting. Just not fun at all the fight at the time. And he had combos down, something Still we isn't. all didn't have. Uh and then uh we're we're down to the last talk. Uh and I think it was uh, Spencer that had just gone down and it was just me and him like 100%. And I get the first arc fire into a uh, up, up air. And I was like, oh, I did it. I did it. And he, he came back down. I'm like, no, I didn't do it. And I just throw a random down smash. And everybody goes, did he just walk up and down smash? And then the game goes, game over. And I went... <laughs> I did it. And I got up and I walked out of that place and I was so excited. Jesus. Yeah, so Matt, he hosted the event, but he was also the best player at the time in, in the school. Mm-hmm. And Rob in Smash 4 was actually a dog shit character. However, Matt had something none of us had figured out yet. Grab kill confirms. Oh. No one knew how to kill people yet. He knew how to down throw up air. It was called the beep boop. If people, uh, yeah. if you've played Smash 4, you'll know that. Yep. Yep. And so he... He was the best because he could kill people at 100% because he knew a kill confirm and none of us caught up. We, this is like super early. We're so bad at the game. Oh, but yeah, 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 Gavin beat him and it was like a huge upset because when the game first came out, Gavin was like the undisputed best in the school for a long time. Mm. Yeah, that was pretty Imagine dope. Imagine a title like again. that. Never played again. It was school. a really magical time. Like Left it, that at the peak. Yeah, it, it was such a magical time. Like literally you just go this like everyone was just playing Smash. It was insane. People will come up to you and just ask you for like games to practice like literally the entire school it was like pokemon go craze at our school with smash at that time you went to basic didn't you i did yeah they went to basic yeah this is literally after we fucking graduated i'm not even shitting you dude i'm kind of upset about this this is 2014 yeah no we graduated in 20 fucking 12 dude (laughs) like 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 bro like Like nobody was talking about smash when we were in school no they were talking about smashing each other Yeah. <laughs> I missed out. Yeah, See, was, when I was, was on stage and getting the audience thing, I was acting yeah. in theater. <laughs> but um, no, that shit fucking right there. No, I remember my senior ditch day. I brought in my Wii U to play Smash. So we played Smash in the um, uh, for senior ditch day. I brought in my Wii U and we played in the choir room. And all of us sat there and we were like, we ditched class and fucking just played Smash all day. Uh, mind you, I was ass. I'm still ass at the game. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> I've still never played him. I don't even think I've seen you play the game. Yeah, I don't play it much. You refuse. Yeah, it's kind of this weird thing where, um, when it comes to Sm- me and Smash, um, so me and fighting games in general, um, I have this issue with competitiveness. So normally I'm really chill and I can just relax and have fucking fun when it comes to it. But when it comes to competitive nature, like me and Brandon, he knows this. I get really competitive and passionate and angry when I lose or stuff like that. When it comes to competitive games. No rational reason. Like, it just, it's like, I can't describe and I can't get over it, but when I'm drunk or I'm high, I can play fighting games like fucking wizard. This guy here, we were playing Smash Ultimate for the first time when it came out, right? We were up in my old office sitting there and we were just putting back beers. Uh, He's playing Wolf. I'm playing Ganon. Now, Yikes, that matchup. Right? (laughs) Now, mind you, this is how it went. He would win. Cool. 
Win? Cool. Win? He's keep winning. Okay, cool, cool. He wins about like 12 times, right? Out of nowhere, I am now buzzed. I am now into this mindset where I don't think or not heavily thinking as much as I am. I start kicking his ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like I, a complete 180. Like, from that on the rest of the night, I was kicking his ass. There was He was not beating me. I was schooling him. And he's like, what are you fucking doing? I'm like, I'm just drinking Heineken and sitting here playing you, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> Um, what the I, actual shark. Yeah. What, what I realized <laughs> when it comes to competitive games or coming to fighting games is it's a lot about intuition and not, and thinking more logically and not second guessing yourself. A lot of it's patterns. People tend to use different patterns when they're playing. If you can catch onto that pattern, you can counter them. But that's the issue. When I got really drunk, my errors were, yeah. I was no longer in pattern. You, you weren't pattern. You, you were doing things completely out of the blue. So there's yeah. no predicting you. Yeah, so I would like fucking I in the beginning I couldn't do uh back air. I could do I couldn't do it at all. I could never back air fucking with Ganon. I could just never get a hold of it. Out of nowhere I could keep fucking doing it all fucking night. Like just nowhere. Brian's like, what the fuck how the fuck are you, you doing this shit? You probably stopped overthinking. I yeah. did, yeah. Which I, was I once you get out of your head and start actually just playing the game, it's a huge change. Yeah, I I equate it to Guitar Hero because with the Guitar and Rock Band, because I'm really fucking good at the game. Like, Gavin, am I good at the game? Um, he said, not his head. Yes. <laughs> um, so whenever I start playing guitar hero, I always use three fingers, um, when playing, which is fucking insane. Cause it's like, you need that extra, you know, pinky for the reach, but I can never use my pinky. Now I play with all thing four, but when I'm playing the game, my number one rule that I tell everybody is you need to stop thinking. Like if you're thinking about what notes you're hitting, you're already losing. You can't do expert. It's all about just muscle memory. You're reading what you're doing and it's just like learning the patterns cause it's a complete pattern. When you're playing rhythm games, the the songs don't change. Every time you play, you know, Guns N' Roses, Welcome to the Jungle, it's the same fucking note pattern. There's no difference. As long as you memorize the timing and the beats, it's just like singing a song or playing a guitar. It's the exact same thing. So when you read it, it's no longer you reading, oh, I'm going to hit green, red, blue. It's just go, I'm hitting these buttons. I still remember the day that I learned how to use my pinky to hit the orange button. Mm -hmm. I thought it was the shit. I still can't do that. I was like, I can play hard like a pro now. And then I put on expert and I was like, I'm ready for this. And then I realized, no, I was not. Nope. <laughs> I'm actually glad you brought this up because I, uh, <clears throat> I actually, I actually think this ties into fighting games. So I used to, I don't really get angry when I lose, but mm-hmm. I used to have a horrible problem with overthinking, especially when I'd fight players that were ranked higher than me, like overthinking. I'm like, oh, this guy's so much, he's so good. None of my things will work. Mm-hmm. He, He's so good. But just like you said, how in Guitar Hero, um, the songs are the same, the notes are the same. The situations may be different, but the situation... So if you get put in a situation, if you've been put in that situation before, you know how to deal with it. It may not be... How do you... How do I word that? Basically, I would... The way I would correct myself from overthinking, I'd be like, okay, I have him in the corner. I've, I've, he's very good. Yes. But I've done this a hundred thousand times. Just do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, in this situation, what you need to do. And sometimes, you know, there's multiple outcomes. That's when you play the mix ups, but you, that's, that's why I always said, um, I like to have a lot of practice before I would go to tournaments because I, you grind out those situations so that when you get put in the situations in a tournament setting, just like Guitar Hero, I've I've done it before. It comes second mm-hmm. nature. Yeah, yeah, because I've like, done it. Yeah, it's not a surprise to me. 
Yeah. The, the best way to equate it would be like uh, if you're like your job or um, things you do daily, mm-hmm. um, it just becomes second nature because yeah. you've done it every single day. Like when people ask me, like, how do you fix a computer? I'm like, oh, bop, 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 bop. Like I know. Yeah, because you've done it a hundred thousand times. Yeah, if exactly. I walk in, yeah. hey, this printer ain't working. I'm going to check five things. If these five things aren't there, it's going to be something I've never fucking seen in my life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. And the the anger shit, like when it comes to fighting games and stuff like that, it's literally just coming from I I'm not angry at the person I'm fighting. I'm angry at myself. That that's that's my thing too. Um, if I'm ever playing, I'm getting destroyed by somebody. Like, oh yeah, no, we're having a good time. But if I'm if I'm playing the game and all of a sudden I'm inputting, you know, a certain ability or whatever, and I'm looking at the screen and the exact opposite happens, or it was like ever so slightly off direction. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm I'm mad at myself because like the tiniest difference in degree on the analog stick was the difference between me killing somebody and me dying. And I messed up and I ended up dying for it. So like it could have been one degree between the difference between a down smash and a forward smash. That could have been the difference. And you just mess up that input ever so slightly and it's over. Yeah. And I think the difference between a um a a a, a pro player, a good player, and a bad player is in that instance, what you need to do is from now on, instead of thinking of it as like, oh shit, wh- I, I just fucked up. Like, why am I fucking up? It's, it's, it's a game. I fucked up for now, but I'll learn from my mistake. Now that I know that I do this, maybe I need to practice this one thing and go from there. Yeah. You know? I think the hardest part is taking that deep breath and relaxing to realize the problem. But you breathe during fighting. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you just go, <gasps> sir, I'm a blue <laughs> face by the end of the match. <laughs> So people with anger problems, um, I always tell people like my advice for that is you just, you have to go in with no ego. Oh yeah. Always. Right. You have to, and if, and you also go in there knowing the amount of work that you've put into the game. Mm -hmm. Like I'm talking from a competitive standpoint. Oh yeah. hundred percent. You put in all this work into the game, you know how good you are, whatever skill level you are. And you have to also respect the work they've put into. Yeah. Right? And I think especially I, th- maybe this is more for like online games, online games. I, I, it seems to get like, I get angry in Valorant. I don't get angry in smash. And maybe that's because on Valorant, I don't see the other person. I can't speak to yeah. them. I just see them. It's like when you get, when you read something in it, something, I don't know. So maybe something rude or something off putting, you almost take it more aggressive. And when maybe the person like, so maybe if you're arguing with your friend and they text you something and it makes you upset, maybe they didn't mean it in that context, the way you read it and yeah. processed it, you took it the wrong way. That's and I think a sometimes, huge life yeah, lesson. And I think you can take gameplay the same way. You, Someone's absolutely. gameplay you might be like, Oh, there's, they're styling on me. Oh, they're being disrespectful when they may not be. And you, that and goes because, past video games too. Yeah. Yeah. And, when I play Valorant, I can get that way because I can't see the person. I don't see him as a human being. I just see it as this avatar. And it's just, I'm like, what this guy just thinks he's hot shit. And he might not, he might just be playing his game. Just, he might not even fathom that he offended you or anything mm-hmm. like that. And while you're sitting next to someone in torment, you can see the person, you can speak to them if you want to. Yeah. It adds like this whole new, like, like it just humanizes them a bit yeah, more. The, the level of familiarity. Yeah. yeah. So to yeah. add on to that, um, I recently, started playing a lot more pool which again we're not we're talking about video games i'm, I'm bringing up pool i do all love of a sudden pool. i love fun. pool um i play with my friends and there's like maybe three four or five different people that i play against and every single one of them every single time we play as soon as we walk in especially if there's somebody new that shows up every single person will always say be careful about brandon he's really good at this game he's gonna make it seem like he's not but then he's gonna destroy you and like there'll be a moment when he just 
catches his groove and then the game's over he'll hit in every single ball in a row and i'm just like that's cool and all i appreciate you saying those things but like to me that builds up that ego that i'm not trying to have because at any moment i make one mistake and my opponent can now beat me i will get humbled like that so fast so i'm not playing the game to try to beat them as fast as i can i'm playing the game to make sure i'm playing at the skill level i want to be playing at and if i happen to win with that awesome if i pull off a cool trick shot awesome i'm always trying for those things i'm always trying to improve but it's just always hearing people say oh be careful he's about to he's about to whoop you and then i lose and they're like how did you lose like you're at your skill level how did you lose because i'm not playing the game to win i'm playing the game to enjoy it to learn to get better and you're also human i'm also human we make <laughs> like, mistakes you're, yeah you're but not it's crazy to me that we have this mentality where if you're that good at the game people always expect that level out of you and they kind of give you the ego for you Especially when you've worked at something so hard, especially if you're grinding a game, just that's you're hyper focused on the game, and then you get beat, and you just see all that work you put in, you almost take it like, oh, it meant nothing. When well, that's not the case, you don't see all this work that other people. People aren't just stagnant at their skill levels, and you're growing. Everyone's growing. It's about can you grow faster than everyone else? Yeah. And um, so I, I think um, I think people have they put in all these hours, so naturally they're like, I you build an ego off of it. You do something. Hours and hours on end. Yeah, I'm yeah pretty, you should be I'm proud good of it. at this. Yeah, but then I put you in a get lot humbled of work. the moment somebody yeah. else put in. You know, maybe a hundred hours more than you in that one thing. Yeah, and, and you don't know do slightly better than you. You don't know, and now you, you think that history. you're bad at it when you're not. Yeah, yeah, and and that's why I tell people whenever it comes to anything you do in life. I mean, legitimately, dude, like humble your fucking self when it comes to shit too. Like, don't let that ego people talk to you make who you are. I mean, I'm 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 fucking cry, a crime a criminal for that shit. I do all. The, I'm a was it. Uh, I am guilty of that. I, that oh, happens yeah. to me. There's that word I was looking for. I don't know why I missed a phrase. <laughs> Fuck, I'm guilty of that. I'm guilty of times where I've let my ego boast me in the past about it. I mean, nowadays, I'm completely different than how it was back in the day. I mean, fuck, back in the day, dude, yeah. I would talk shit about how good I was at a specific game. Now I'm like, nah, dog, I'm dog shit this shit. What are you talking about? Yeah. The I only would... game I can fucking boast about is Guitar Hero. And that's just because <laughs> I'm, my brother's not here. My brother kicks my ass. My brother's way better than me at it, but he plays real guitar, so he can. It's always so funny to me when people are like, oh, I'm so good at this game. It's like, but you're good comparatively to like maybe me, which I don't play the game anymore. It's like James was smite. He's always talking about how good oh, yeah, he no, is. James can run circles around us in smite. The crazy part is I just recently started getting on smite with him again, and he got mad. He got mad because I'm still good at the game. Yeah, so he was expecting me to be dog shit at the game, and I showed up, and I beat him and one of his friends that are really good at the game, in a uh, 3v3 joust with two people that were not that great. What I usually tell people when it comes to gaming too is it's not always about how long you've played again game two. It's about game sense. A lot of people just don't have fucking game sense or their game sense isn't up to snuff. Like this is this is the thing that happens with Valorant. So with like with Valorant or CSGO or any kind of game, MOBA, fucking Call of Duty, anything. Um, game sense is that ability to know when to jump in, when to jump out, when to do certain things. Some people just don't have game sense. I, I remember playing with old friends that literally we would be playing and we would do a team fight and like they would jump in and be like, dude, we're all at half health. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, Steve with Tekken. You know how Steve was insanely good at Tekken? <laughs> I can't talk to you about Steve. But the moment he gets online and plays against somebody uh, he's never played against, he gets his ass handed to him. Because he's used to playing you guys. So he, he knows, knows your habits, right? He knows our habits, but the problem is he has the skill level to do the inputs, to do the combos, all that stuff, but he doesn't have the game sense to know when to attack 
back somebody depending on their patterns. He's no neutral game. Right. He has no neutral. Yep. So mm-hmm. I would basically backseat game him. He asked me to do this. I didn't do it because I wanted to. Coaching him. Yeah. He was because <laughs> I had really good game sense and he didn't, but he had the skill. So I'm like, okay, let me tell you when to go in, when to back out, when to defend, blah, blah, blah. And just the moment we started doing that and I started like coaching him when to go in and do all that, all of a sudden he started winning every single game. It's literally just a game sense. It's a confidence thing. Like you just got to know when to use those abilities, not just throw them out whenever. You can hit somebody's shield over and over again. You're not going to get anywhere. And that's, that, that just comes back to the situations, just being put in those situations. Like when I, start, when I first started playing Valorant, I would, um, yeah, I would just run in. Yeah, because well, you uh, yeah. what was I your other, I get one I shot. I didn't know any better. <laughs> what was your other first person experience before that game? Um, nothing competitive. I mean, I played Call of Duty growing up as a kid, and that game. Were, you're were you a pub stomper? Huh? Were you a pub stomper in Call of Duty? Yeah, I was used. I remember playing Modern Warfare Three. Like, was it double akimbo sawed off shotguns? Just holding oh forward, <laughs> checking yeah, corners. Modern Warfare yeah. Three was my game. I, I, I dropped nukes after nukes yeah. in um, that game. Yeah, no, we we played me and me and Brandon. We grew up. We played Call. We played almost every single version of Call of Duty together. And Halo Two, of course. Oh yeah, Halo. Yeah. I, I've broken a Halo Three disc. Like no joke, <laughs> I have broken the Halo Three multiplayer disc in half. Like, Out of rage. Oh dude, fuck that game. Shields are bullshit. But. <laughs> <laughs> I love Halo. Halo has a spot. Halo is great. Um, but I still man. remember. Um, were you there for that? Mm. We played um, Halo at my my old mom's my mom's old house in the the garage that was converted into a room. Yeah, your game room. Yeah, um, Michael was there, and he would always talk shit. He's like, "You play so much Call of Duty because you're bad at Halo, so you you don't want to play Halo because you suck at it." And I would always just be like, "No, dude, I just like Call of Duty more." The games play completely different. It is it's complete. I like the faster pace action of Call of Duty versus the slower pace, you know, more hit fire, like more accuracy based Halo. Um, and one day he really got on my nerves. He's like, dude, you, you just don't play Halo because you're dog shit at it. Just admit it. And I'm like, I'm not going to admit something that's not true. So he's like, okay, then prove it. I'm like, all right, you know what? Let's go do this. So he loaded up a game of Halo. The both of us got into a lobby together. It was just a free-for-all. I destroyed the entire lobby. I, I think I hit my 30 kills before the person behind me hit 15. It was insane. And I'm like, so do you, like, do you agree with me now? Because he was in that lobby too. He didn't even reach 15 kills. So if he's supposed to be so good at this game, where was he at? I mean, people like that. I mean, people boast about shit like that all the time. And when you coax you into environments like that, I mean, I remember still the only reason, uh, cause uh, Brandon used to own like a, not, his mom used to own a house with a converted garage. We used to play games in it. The game room. And this is how me, Brandon and Steve became friends because when we were there, each one of us were good at specific things, specific things. I was really good at rhythm games. Brandon was really good at first person shooters and Steve was the fighter. He was really just good at fighting games. So when we ever go there, we play smash bros and no joke. I could never do anything because Steve and Brandon would fucking zone me out. I'm first one dead every time. And then those two would play fucking hours. And I'm like, dude, I'm just going to sit here and play Dark Resurrection on my PSP. So anytime I start... Three suck. That's all I want to (laughs) say. Anytime I get into a game that I really enjoy, but I suck at it, I will just spend countless hours playing, like grinding it out. You know how that is. Um, When I first started playing Smash, uh, my the time when I actually really, really got into it was with Brawl. And that was during the game room era. Mm -hmm. Um, I brought it home and I would play against like my family members and I would always destroy them. I'm like, I'm so good at this game. And then one day Steve comes over and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to destroy this kid too. So yes, we go over to his house and he's, he's playing, he's playing smash 64 emulator on a PC against level nine CPU. And he's destroying it with a fucking keyboard. 
And I'm just like, oh my god. Like, I wonder how you are in Brawl. Like, I bet I could beat you in Brawl because I'm so good at the game. He comes over to my house. We sit down in the room. He play, he picks Ike. I think I was playing uh, Pit. Maybe Pit. <laughs> Both yeah. were dog Jeez. shit. I know. Ike was actually okay in Brawl. <laughs> he was okay in Brawl, like, um, like, like, like friendly matches. Yeah, I guess at this level, anything. Yeah. yeah I, I learned after like about pit. five straight matches that I was actually quite terrible at the game. That's a classic, though, right? You, like, you beat all your friends. You think you're the hottest motherfucker on the planet. <laughs> Go to tournament. Yeah. And then someone that... I, I got humbled yeah. real pro- quick. He probably wasn't even a tournament player. No. no. no He's just no. another kid that's good on his block. Yeah, coming exactly. down your block and just beats And then he ass, comes so. over to my house and he beats my ass at the game. And that was like, all right, well, here comes the grind. So we just started playing each other nonstop. Um, Michael came over. You came over. Mm-hmm. Everybody came over. And then eventually, I think it was just me and Steve that were mainly taking it seriously. And that's why, like, when we played against you, we would just destroy you because oh, we yeah. put way too much time into the game. Oh, that's why I sit back and just pull my PSP yeah. and play Dark, uh, Tekken 5 Dark Resurrection and just fucking play that shit. Yeah. So still get schooled in that shit. After that era of our lives ended, I stopped playing Smash entirely until Smash 4 came out and we all got back into it. But yep. I didn't really take it seriously at all until one day Herschel comes over to my apartment when I'm living with James. That's the Kirby player, right? Yes. Yes. He comes over to my apartment and we're like, you want to play Smash? Like, I, I'm like, hey, you know, I'm actually thinking about getting into it. Finally, I want to get good at it because we were at the card shop. Yeah. And Ivan. I sat down to play. They, were doing, they weren't really doing a tournament. They were just playing. But Ivan was there. Yeah. I. Oh, he was? Yeah. He's the big tall guy with glasses. Oh, so maybe I do he's know a who big he is. Dude. He's a big dude. Okay. Not, well, not. So I, I sat down. Tall. Really tall. I sat down to play. And they're sitting there like backseat gaming. They're like, hey, do that, like up tilt, do this, do that. And I'm like, I don't, I've never heard these terms. I don't know what that means. Like, what are you telling me to do? And I'm getting destroyed on the stage. And I'm like, I don't understand. I'm like, you know what? That was like my moment. I'm like, I kind of want to figure out what the hell that was going on. Like, that was really cool. Everybody was into it. Everybody knew what was going on. That I had no taste. idea. That was your yeah. taste. So I was like, I need to figure this out. So I invite Herschel over later on and he comes over and we put on 99 stocks i think i picked mario he picked his kirby and by the time i hit 50 stocks he was down to like maybe 92 i was getting absolutely destroyed by him so every single day after work every single day i would go over to his apartment and we'd play smash for like three to four hours a day every single day for i think that happened for two months straight and i finally started to get good at the game um later on i started doing uh, fight nights Every single Thursday night, you guys would all come over. We'd play Smash. We'd play uh, Mortal Kombat, Tekken, uh, Soul Calibur. That's where we have so many fucking fighting games on Xbox. Yeah. So you guys would all come over. We'd do the fight nights. And I was still getting destroyed. Like, Matt was there. Matt's freaking Ryu. Yep. Um, it was insane. But I realized I was starting to get better at the game than, like, Colby. Colby plays zoners. And I have mm-hmm. no idea how to fight zoners. So I'm always getting destroyed by him. I'm like, I got to figure this out. So one day... Him and I show up here, actually, mm-hmm. and we're playing on your your TV here, and all I was trying to do was figure out how to play against a zoner. That's all I wanted to learn, and I played him nonstop, and eventually I figured it out, and Steve, the guy who humbled me when I was a kid, who I thought was so much better than me, uh, comes back all of a sudden, and he's mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm back in your life, and I'm like, cool, you want to hang out? Maybe we can play some Smash. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm still pretty good. I'm like, oh, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> invite him over to my house we do a 1v1 um i forgot who i picked uh, i think i picked cloud and he picked ike again and it was such an experience to see how big of a difference there was in skill level right, this now. is smash 4 right this is smash let me just 4. say cloud and ike oh yeah like oh my gosh Huge the difference. difference the gap between those two characters yeah. but when we were playing when he came over we started playing 
I made his like I made him look like I looked like back in the day when we first started playing. It was such a crazy experience to me. I'm like, this finally flipped. The person who humbled me is now getting humbled. I'm getting like I'm. He doesn't even get a chance to hit me. It was that big of a difference. It's because you you finally sat down and devoted time yeah, to it. And I grinded it out. I figured out the skill level, and so did he. But he didn't have the same people around. Mm-hmm. So, to me, like that's the big thing. Like whenever you come over, you're so good at the game. I'm like, I gotta play you because there's no way for me to get any better unless I'm playing against somebody better than me. I actually don't believe in that. Really? Yeah. I I uh, obviously playing people that are better than you is going to teach you a lot more. But I think you could absolutely learn and practice on people that, that are even significantly worse than you. Um, as long as you know what to practice and have super hyper targeted practice. That's fair. Like one thing I still need to figure out is um, the if, if you're doing like a, a, a jump and you're moving forward with your momentum and the second you land, you jump again, but your character like flips and you can do a back air. Yeah. The instant RAR. Yeah. Instant rush and reverse. Yep. That's what it's called. I, I need to get better at that. That especially with Roy, especially with um, Roy. It's actually only a one frame input in Ultimate. That's why it's inconsistent. Yeah. So there's a combo with Roy. If you're near the ledge, you don't even have to be near the ledge. Um, you can jab. You know how Roy only has a single jab. He does that little arc. Yeah. It knocks him up just enough, and then you can reverse jump back air, kill them. It's a kill confirm. So you could buffer it. That's how you got past one frame input. You buffer that first uh, dash. Or you could slingshot it now. Yeah. Unless, you unless you're in the corner, if you're on the edge, you have no stage, so you can't dash. Yeah. But you can buffer it. And that otherwise, if you try to do it without buffering, it's a one frame input. It's really inconsistent. Well, yeah. it sounds like you guys want to get some practice in. So thank you guys for joining us on this podcast. <laughs> we are actually on time now. It's fucking perfect. Honestly, dude, on, this episode is fucking going to be fire. <laughs> thank you, Andrew, for showing up. Thank you, Brandon, for showing up as well. No. Even texting both of you guys early in the fucking morning today. You know, I'm like, hey, you know, we call, called you. Um, so thank you guys for coming out here. Um, now, uh, so if, they, if people wanted to find you in locals out here in Vegas, what's your tag? Um, I usually just go by Andy. Andy? I, I haven't gone to a local and probably since pre-COVID pre-pandemic yeah because yeah, during covid didn't have any and i didn't really have i like to go with like a, a homie and my buddy matt he's uh he's getting married they're having a baby so he's distracted doing irl stuff but um i'm gonna i'm definitely starting one of my goals is uh i'm actually moving pretty soon so to i'm me and my cousins are getting a house so once i get all that situated and i'm switching jobs uh i want to start competing again consistently i'm really looking forward to that that's Dope. one of my goals this uh, this fall like to start getting back into it. I'm looking forward. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to watching that for sure. Um, Brandon, what about you? What's your what's your kid? What are you gonna be competing locals with now? Because you're gonna compete in local now, right? That's a good question. You should. I have so many things going on in my life right now. I I mean, I would do it just to do it. I don't yeah. know if I would consistently do it. You always you always have an excuse not to. Well, the big with thing is life. It's not an excuse. It's just there's so many things I want to do. Like yeah, I still sure. want to play pool. I still want to practice that. That's a big thing for me right now. Um, I'm talking to certain people doing a lot of things outside of work going to the gym like there's so much i have to do or want to do where i can't really prioritize any specific game right now that's fair so what i'll tell you what i'll tell you to do uh so the statement you made just a minute ago i'm gonna end the podcast with this because this is actually a pretty good statement so one of my favorite uh poets um his favorite thing is the, the, the moment that you start making excuses for yourself that's the moment you lost that's the moment you're giving up on yourself uh, i would agree bobby hall 
I agree. <laughs> I agree. 100%. <laughs> It's logic. So, um, um, but yeah, again, the moment you start making excuses for yourself, it's the moment you lose. Yeah. Because I, I, again, the only reason I do this podcast is because I fucking love doing this. I love talking to you guys. I love learning this stuff. Like, bro, I now know you way more than I did an hour ago. And I fucking love it. And I, I still know what your penis looks like, Brandon. So it's fine. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, it is not big. <laughs> Corey, can um, but again, no, honestly, no, no. Corey can only confirm Miller's dick. Yeah. I mean, we all can, but, uh, I hope you guys enjoy this podcast. If you guys want to find us anywhere, we're over on twitter.com at the talking podcast. Again, that is the talking T A L K hyphen N. There's no, you know, in talking podcast. We're over on Facebook. We're also on Instagram. You can follow us over on TikTok as well. Um, also, if you want to listen to podcasts, you're obviously listening to it on whatever service, but we're also available on Apple podcast, uh, Google podcast, uh, Spotify, anywhere you can find podcasts we're located on. Um, so I, I hope you guys enjoyed. If you guys want to be on the podcast, don't forget you guys can email me at the talking podcast at gmail.com. Um, I love it or just text me because <laughs> most people that listen to the podcast are my friends. So text me, let me know. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode and I hope you guys have a good one. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Peace. If we Gavin, is that well, unless he asks for it. Okay. Like with those eyes, though, man, he always yeah, asks for it. The way he's dressed. Yeah. Oh, my God. Provocative. He's yeah. begging for it. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. It's all about them fuck me eyes. Honestly. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs>